Hi everyone, today is the 41st London Marathon and it began with 6,500 people in 1981 and today it's known as the Marathon for Everyone. 50,000 people will be running the streets of London today, children, women and men. And thousands of fans will line the roadway to cheer on the runners as they run through the streets of London. And at St Paul's we love to be a part of this event and after the service today, like we do every year, we'll be going out onto the streets to encourage people to keep running. But before we do that, let's look at Hebrews 12 verses 1 to 3, where the writer is urging the church to keep running, to keep running the race that God has for them and not to give up. We're going to look at three things the writer is telling the church to do. To remember, remember those who have gone before them to urge, to urge one another on to keep going and to remember that it is no one but Jesus and they have to fix their eyes on Jesus. Hebrews 12, one to three says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. We don't know who the writer is or who they are writing to, but what we do know is that this church is struggling. They are finding the race hard to run. Some had walked away from their faith. Some had stopped attending church and others were thinking about giving up and returning to Judaism. This was a church that faced severe persecution. They experienced insults. Some had their homes taken away from them while others were thrown in prison. And the writer is saying to them, I know it's been hard. I know this race hasn't been easy, but you cannot give up. You cannot lose heart. You've come too far. You've got to keep going. They were letting Jesus slip away. Someone that they had once held tightly to when they first became Christians. They were abandoning Jesus and clinging to other things, things from their past, things that the world around them was holding on to. And the writer is urging them to not let go of Jesus, but to fix their eyes on him. In the first verse, the writer tells them to remember. We are to remember those who have already run this race, those who have gone before us. In chapter 11, the writer gives the readers a list of people who had previously run this race. These people were not perfect. They had messed up in many ways. They would made mistakes. There were people who had experienced incredible trials and persecutions, but they held tightly to the promise that was to come. They didn't always know where they were going, but they carried on in faith. They, lifted, they lived in hostile environments where people didn't care for God and they refused to follow his ways. But despite all this, they chose to hold on to God's promises. I find stories like this so encouraging. And the story of revival of this church is amazing. For those who do not, do not know, HDB planted here in 2005. Before that, this church would have been closed if it was not for a faithful few who regularly prayed every week for God to send more people who would bring life into this building and into this community. 
I recently found out that this, this prayer went further back. About two weeks ago, I met a Christian lady who used to live in the area in the 90s. And she told me that she knew the organist and the verger of this church. He and a small group met every week to read the Bible and to pray. And to pray that the doors of this church would remain open. Sadly, they were met with hostility from people within the church who told them that they shouldn't be having a Bible study and praying. Thankfully, those prayer warriors continued and their prayers became a reality. We have seen this church not only come to life, but also be planted into other areas, in the Isle of Dogs, in Bethnal Green and in Bow. The second thing the writer tells them is that to run this race, it must be done together. We are to urge one another on. One thing I love about the London Marathon is seeing the crowds cheer and encourage runners, particularly those who are struggling and in a bad place. And as you call out to people, they get a renewed energy to keep going, to keep running the race, to keep on to the end. And throughout these three verses, the writer uses the word we and us. We are surrounded let us throw off everything. Let us persevere. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus. Hebrews 10 says, let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. Not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. Allow me to tell you a story about Paul, who is one of the SPS family and a marathon guru. In 2015, Paul was determined to cheer on his son Ryan as he ran the marathon. He got him to the start line and once he started running, Paul quickly made his way to Rotherhithe as soon as Ryan ran past. Paul darted across the St Paul's before shooting down to the Isle of Dogs so he could encourage him to keep running. Finally made his way to the finish line to celebrate with Ryan as he crossed it. When Ryan was 12, Paul also accompanied him in the youth marathon as a guide runner because Ryan is partially sighted. They ran the 2.6 miles together to the finish line. And as they were returning home in celebration, Alison, Paul's wife, got a phone call from Ryan's godfather. Alan was running the main marathon and he's also partially sighted. His guide runner had fallen down a hole, broken his ankle, leaving him unable to run the marathon. Without delay, Paul ran to Rotherhithe, where Alan was waiting. He jumped over the barrier and proceeded to run the 16 miles with Alan so that he could complete the race. And that's our job. We are here to encourage one another to keep running the race. And maybe it's from a distance or maybe we have to jump in and run with people. Mark spoke two weeks ago about how we at St Paul's want to do this. He encouraged us to be a church community that goes beyond Sunday morning. A church community that isn't made up of individuals, but rather one body with everyone playing their part and building a community life where we care for one another and share life together alongside a church life where we dare to go deeper in our walk with Jesus. And if you don't know where you fit in, then please talk to someone, to one of the leaders. The longest marathon in history, it took 54 years, eight months, six days, five hours, 32 minutes and 20 seconds. And it was run by Kanakuri from Japan. He entered the 1912 Olympic Games in Sweden. It took him 18 days to travel from Japan to Sweden. The journey was awful and he was unable to train properly. And on the day of the race, the temperature was 90 degrees, but he was determined to do well. 
However, at the 17 mile mark, Kanakuri could not go on. And he was so ashamed of himself for not finishing the race, he snuck back into Japan without telling anyone because he was afraid of what people might have said. 50 years later, he was tracked down by a reporter and he was offered the chance to finish the race he had started. And he entered the 1967 Olympics in Stockholm and finished his race. Some of you may feel like you have stopped running your race with Jesus. There are so many things that can get in our way, like shame, fear, loneliness, doubt, heartbreak. But the writer of Hebrews says, let us run the race with perseverance. And that's my final point to us. It is no one but Jesus. We have to fix our eyes on Jesus. In verse two, the writer says, let us run the race with perseverance, fixing our eyes on Jesus. At the time when Hebrews was written, some people were letting go of Jesus. They were letting go of their grip of Jesus. And the writer is telling them, grab hold of Jesus again. Don't let go of him. And maybe you need to hear that today. Matthew 11 verse 28 says, Jesus says, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, me and learn from me. Here at St Paul's, we are more serious than ever about discipleship. Phil taught to us about this new season that we are going into as a church, a season where we learn to grow together as disciples, where we grow in our understanding of who Jesus is, the promises he has for us, and we learn how to follow him well. Jesus gives this open invitation. If we are struggling, if we are finding life hard, finding our walk with him difficult, not to run from him, not to stop running, but rather run to him. My wife, Michelle, she listens to the same playlist every day. And one of her most frequently played songs is surrounded by Michael Smith. And the lyrics say, it may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. So let's remember those who have gone before us. Let's urge one another on and let's fix our eyes on Jesus. I'm going to close in prayer. Father, I just want to lift up everyone here today and pray that you will give us the faith to keep running this race, to keep our eyes fixed on you. I pray for those who have grown weary, that you will give them renewed strength and remind them that you are bigger than anything they are facing. Help us to look out for one another and to be there for each other when we need encouragement to keep running this race that you have set for us. For those who have stopped running, we pray for your intervention in their lives so they will get up and restart. Amen.